Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansoor, and I'm joined as always by my hacky co-host, Alexander Volts. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's usually a whole new discography per episode, except for these EAE singles episodes where we cover a brand spanking new album that has just come out, or in this case, is coming out later this week. And what will be what will we be discussing today? We'll be discussing the latest album by Idols entitled Punk. 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 Our boy Tom Osmond, our beloved history guy, got us this album. Uh a, a, a review copy of this album. So thank you so much because, well, we're going to, you're going to hear us talk about how much we love this damn thing. So thank you, Tom. Go follow him at all the places. We have been uh longtime Idols fans. Yes, sir. You uh, introduced me to them uh, way back in 20, maybe 19 or 2018. Maybe it might've been 2019. Ye- yeah. Like right before Ultra. No, no, it was it was right after Joy. Came okay, out. yeah, okay. I so yeah, either early twenty nineteen or late twenty eighteen. Yeah, and uh, we uh, we saw them. I don't know if you have you seen them only once or. And that's the only time I've seen them. But it, you, you better believe I got my ticket for the next time. It is they're a delightful fantasy life. I mean, one of the most amazing, fun, like wholesome. <laughs> I. I have no problem saying I don't think it's like sacrilegious or I'm like for me, it was really life changing. Like when I see an artist live, I'm usually like in awe of what they're playing or like I felt like a better person after that show. It was sweet. It was fun. It was communal. It was extremely communal. Let me tell you. Me and Mike are not ones for call response nope. or people on stage telling us what to do, but the vibe there. We all, we did it all, baby. We, we did, did it all. all. Yeah. It's and we were all happy. We were all happy. Um, our buddy, our buddy John got us in because um, he worked at the venue and he said, working with, he said that they were the nicest guys he's ever like had to like deal with while working there. I believe that. Yeah. And uh, this album, Tank. So I, I'm just going to. I'm, gonna th- I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna say, Alex loves this album. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and and Mike loves this album. Good. And and here's the thing, buddy. Uh, uh, Crawler, their last album from 2021. Yeah. It was like it was so close to being album of the year. It yeah. was so it, only because Lingua. I just Lingua was just that much better. Um, it, for 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 me for that year, it was like it was just so. I was like, I, this album is is so great. It's their best album. T- Crawler is like their best album. This comes out. Tank is their best album. They they only get more powerful the longer they're around. Like it's so crazy going from I know they had like brutalism before Joy and that one is a little more like rough but just going from those two albums to this and what I think is kind of like a a kind of a short amount of time yeah. is is crazy their evolution is it's so deceptive you listen i still because i'm a bad fan i still haven't heard brutalism i heard it i've only heard up to, to joy but let's just start from joy because i i suck you hear okay it's punky it's snarly mm-hmm. it's not just punk it's, it's has their stuff and then there, there's depth to it they they have this really interesting uh um dual guitar thing really clangy really noisy they have their own stamp with it but it's definitely punk in spirit it has this energy to it it's very aggressive it's you take that 
and then you just take one song of this album. What the fuck? That is a talk talk level transformation. Yeah, and it's this like joy. Also, it's like a perfect album title. That's exactly what the band is and continues to be. And um, like, man, this is like the best birthday gift I'm going to get. Yeah. Um, it, so by the way, this comes out February 16th. Yeah. Um, this upcoming Friday. I, believe. I, I figured out a way not to do the podcast on my birthday is by to preemptively. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yeah, this comes out on Alex's birthday. And it, I would say a wonderful, a wonderful. So I can't even really put into words how much I love this album. Oh, shit. Dude, dude. So, the, we're, we're, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. There were parts on here where I'm like, they are, they're, they're radio, not really, but I'm like, they're Radiohead now. Oh. And then I uh, saw it was produced by Nigel Godrich. Uh, and I'm like, oh, okay. That makes a lot of, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Kenny Beats also on here who worked with them on Crawler. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally does hip hop stuff. Uh, I believe he did. <laughs> I don't know what she's up to these days. I hope she's, uh, he, he did that Rico nasty. Album. Oh, like, Rico nasty. Yeah. Jeez. You like that first one. <laughs> well, she has, but anyways, um, so it's this like interesting collection of Nigel, Kenny beats, and then, um, Mark, who's yeah, guitar player. Normally, yeah, but and he does a lot of the synths and key stuff. They started like messing around with like tape looping, what you hear on the opening track, and they're just like, man, I this get like so happy when I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to expect from a band, and they just do something new and different, but it's still done in the spirit of idols. So how much i love this album if this came out last year it would be my album of the year if it came out the year oh, before that it would be my album of the year damn and if it came out in 2021 it might have been my album of the year that holy fuck it's it's barely february and the whole year is just try to come close i dare you yeah this is fucking unbelievable every song is so so the there's because for one on okay there's several like uh layers of why i love it one, the songs are just fucking awesome. They're just really hooky, really memorable, um, really distinct, really accessible. They're like mm-hmm. basically the, the most accessible they've ever been, which is I don't often associate that with being good. I just uh, associate uh, accessible is usually just a separate thing for me. But that's somehow that's funny because I watch a YouTube video. I forget the name of the guy, but he did a video specifically about that. And he has like a line where it's like a s- accessibility and boring dog shit music and then he has like but like experimental but it gets like inaccessible yeah and he's like at different points in times like he was like elvis has been all over Mm -hmm. depending on how society views him or an artist and so for this album to like be accessible but they're still like pushing what they can do pushing still so on one level, it's just really hooky, really interesting, and really fun, and really accessible songs. And then there's also uh, the the musical evolution because honestly, 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 when I I wasn't I'm excited for this album yeah. before I heard it. I liked the band. I wasn't 
I was expecting to be like, oh, it's probably going to be a little bit more the same. Um, maybe a little bit more adventurous, maybe not. I wasn't expecting yet another, the, the leap from um, Crawler, uh, from, from um, Ultramano to, to Crawler yeah. is the leap from Crawler to Tank. It's okay. another jump. It's another yeah. massive jump. Whether the experiment, the experimentation is is way deeper, way more interesting. The musicality, they're not fucking shy anymore. When you listen to Joy, you listen to aggressive songs by aggressive young men. Maybe the the, the lyrics are way more positive, mm-hmm. but musically very aggressive. Here, they are not afraid to get fucking pretty and gentle and quiet and somber and heartbreaking. J- Joe has never. S- like sounded better and the band has never sounded better. Like the opening, the opening track idea one, I was like, what the fuck is this production? Like saying this sounds crazy. Like a band like idols shouldn't have production. Like bands like this don't get production like this. I was like, is this going to like maintain throughout the whole album? And, and it does does maintain dude. So another, and another level, so there's the there's the evolution side, there's the catching side. Uh, Joe has become a fucking phenomenal and extremely memorable singer. I mean, singer, dude. Yeah, because he has like his his Joeism. His yeah, his yeah. his snarly, heavily accented shouts. That's what we know of Joe. He's he sounds fucking great. He is a he. Not, so I have like a preference for. Like types of voices, I like hearing a damaged voice. Yeah, I like hearing a damaged voice. <laughs> Damn I love hearing a a withered and damaged voice that still knows how to sing. Yeah, and with previous albums, you hear it more on on like Crawler, where he's actually singing more, like or, actually singing, or but, even on Joy, like they covered like uh, oh, I right, think right. it's like an Otis Redding yeah. song. Yeah, but. Uh, you, 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 I'm so used to hearing just his really distinct shout. It's mm-hmm. a really, really distinct, and it's a cool shout. It's a very good shouting voice. But now he's even venturing into falsetto territory. He's, I mean, it's uh, the the subtleties that he's now using. Um, where maybe it's it's a little bit more of an aggressive song, but he's singing real quiet and gentle mm-hmm. on it. It's just there's so many more dynamics here than ever before, and everything lands. Everything that's tried on here lands. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um a lot of a lot of the production is like very like electronic yep. and minimal, but it never sounds empty, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It there's always um an atmospheric quality to it. So uh, a wonderful example of that where um wonderful wonderful example of where you the the actual songness of it, the, mm-hmm. what you what you register as the song, comes from places you normally wouldn't ever expect. And an g- example of that is pop, pop, pop. Yeah, where the song, the part that I, I register in my soul as a song, is are these uh these synth swells. Mm, There's yeah. the synth, like it's it's one harmony that swells up, and that's that's part of the beat. It, it's it um it's not really the main melody. It's just this swelling that permeates throughout the entire song. That's what sticks. I don't know how they're doing it, but it's fucking gorgeous. And I feel it in my soul. Yeah. That was, that was the song where I was like, these motherfuckers are Radiohead now. Better. <laughs> fucking better, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I love Radiohead, but still also we probably won't get around to it, but like, I have no problem saying like, I, I love this 
way more than the most recent smile album oh i haven't heard it yet it's good yeah there's nothing wrong with it okay it's not tank it's not tank dude and it's also interesting because like so we start with idea one which we didn't really talk we talked about how it affected us but the song itself is is uh layers upon layers of spidery piano gorgeous spidery piano playing um it's gorgeous it's emotional it's sincere it's uh quiet and gentle there's no it doesn't build up at all it just it sets the mood as this really uh impactful emotional thing i like how they're doing like new creative things for them but to me it's always like rooted in some sort of familiarity like like to me the opening to this was like very similar to crawler yeah and that set like crawler had a very like similar build method up. Yeah. yeah the difference being i mean as much as i fucking love the the uh, opener on crawler this one is way more emotional it's way more it's less uh it's less scary mm. i mean the opener on crawler is pretty scary um it's more it, it kind of sets like this the tone for this emotional growth and then Give Taurus, which of course you have to have a fucking a headbanger for for track two to keep yeah. the, the pace, which it is. But even that one, his his vocal choices, and I'm I'm just gushing about Joe right now, but there's plenty more to gush about. His uh it's like his his cadence choices, the the it's just it's really catchy. Uh it's, he's not he's shouting, but he's just shouting in a very rhythmic way. It's it's just a, it's a catchy rhythm. It's choosing rhythm over melody at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that one, even though it's still, it's aggressive, it's more contained and vicious instead of all out chaos, which we, which we got plenty of, uh, plenty of in, la- in previous albums, um, to like shift to a different member, even though we talked about him, guitar player, Mark, Mark Bowen. I, I love the, I almost hesitate to call it a guitar solo, but it probably is. It's this like minimal noise guitar that wouldn't be like out of place and like big black or mm-hmm. or like slint and it's over this like sleek production and it just it works uh there's are you talking about the section around 240 it's like towards the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's absolutely gorgeous and yeah. it has a great payoff it, the way that section blends back into the chorus is is masterful but uh also you can hear it all over the vocals on gift horse this is such expensive production I mean, there's something, there's something about uh, the way you can hear vocals produced in certain albums that you know. How, it's like you want to know how much an album costs. Listen to the vocals. It's like the most crisp and responsive compression ever. It's like also Goderich like produce has produced like some of the best sounding albums ever. Yeah. Um. So obviously, like, radio, like OK Computer. Yeah uh worked with back pavement nice um so yeah i mean this guy knows exactly what the fuck he's gonna yeah no kidding uh so you hear how how clean this it's a very clean production it's not glossy clean it's just like it feels it just feels cared for. Like it's a very that's deli- a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a delicate. Like there was a lot of attention to put to, to everything. So there's no there's no one dominating thing. That you don't. There's nothing that sticks out as as awful. But there's 
plenty of things that stand out as unusual. And that's all because of the choices of the musicians, which is like perfect. You don't yeah. want to be focusing on a way something was produced. You want to hear the choices of the people making the music. Yeah. Going back to pop, pop, pop. Um, like I love, I love their drummer, John Beavis. I don't know if it's pronounced Beavis. I hope it's Beavis. I, um, it's spelled Beavis. I didn't know that was a real name. <laughs> like he, nice. he's so good at beats and like, we're used to this like powerful, like idol song, but they're the, the drums are like tinny. Yeah. And you think that would like take away from him, but it doesn't. It's this doing something different. Yeah. The, the drums are pretty um, understated here. There's no, there's nothing done that doesn't feel like it needs to be done for the song. There's nothing mm -hmm. superfluous about it or anything. Um, they, I mean, and that outro of Papa Pop. I mean, heavenly. Oh, absolutely incredible. That's funny you said heavily because I thought it was it's kind of eerie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it, it yeah. is. It's a dark, it's a dark song, but uh painfully gorgeous. And then dude, Roy, that the main riff of Roy is it's so you put anybody who doesn't love it immediately is <laughs> fucking nuts. I mean, there's something wrong with you. It's, it's, yeah. it's got, there's gotta be. Yeah. No, that song rules. It's unlike it is a really like, and it doesn't really sound like anything you've heard before. It's this muffled Tom beat and yep. then the guitar's twangy, but not in the way it's a twangy bass. Uh, it, it, it's like, plucky it sounds like it's on a it sounds like the instrument he's using is a thousand years old it's it's a really um like uh like analog quality to or, or timbre to it but yeah I, I don't know how the fuck and then it this like builds up into this big explosion yep. this getting his robert plan on with plenty of baby baby yeah. baby and and his vocals he's he's showcasing true really well done good form like he's singing like a fucking actual great singer yeah there's no sh screaming like and and the thing that makes it great that's unique to, to joe is yeah he's using proper form and he's singing like a like an actual singer but his voice is old and tired i don't know how old he is but his voice is fucked up and clearly damaged from all the screaming he's so, he's seen some things so you hear the 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 maturity and in, in experience in his voice you hear yeah. the age you hear and that's fucking real i love hearing that like love hearing little cracks and stuff i never put two and two together and i didn't know there's that that one song on i think it's on joy where he's talking about the like oh uh use baby shoes never worn mm -hmm. uh like that's because his his son died very mm -hmm. very very young yeah um so i was like fuck and he's very open about his his substance abuse in the past so like that's always why i was drawn to like you like hear it in his voice even if you haven't like heard his story yet. i didn't know that part of the story and <clears throat> you hear all of it yeah there's some there's he, something really sincere about all these songs he's like a white younger charles bradley <laughs> I don't want him to die. <laughs> no, Charles Bradley. And then, like, I love, I love the stuff he like. Like, I listen to the album, and then I, I read the like press release, and he's like, he's like, I've never felt more powerful than I do right now. And I was like, I fucking one hundred percent believe that and agree with it. Yeah, he's never been more powerful than he is right now. Hell yeah, hell yeah, dude. Um. So Roy's, it's like, if I wanted to pitch idols, I would probably say start with Roy. 
like for any random newbie i think i think roy is a better like encapsulation of like what this album is and does but like i'm so i'm so glad they still have songs like dancer and yep. Hallen oats because like like I I hope they like never stop making the like grimy yeah. like rowdy like I always want it to be there and it's just like it's just nice like no matter how amazing and technical and like experimental they get I just like it feels good to have a song like Dancer come on it's perfect for pacing it's yeah. it's bu- it's beautiful for pacing. so after Roy we get a gospel which is I mean it's like somber Sunday school piano dude it's like, it's ext- it's, the, it's the most summer thing they've ever done at this point basically yeah and like the guitars are really like metallic like a met like a metal mm-hmm. and then the sh- the strings just like the strings oh my god the strings dude they really take that a a gospel they take that song in a totally different place yeah the, the production almost reminds me of like old 60s like funk and soul songs mm-hmm. like uh like a james brown uh this is a man's world when they, they he has like the big like orchestra and like i feel like they really channeled like the production in there without sounding like a you know like one-to-one comparison mm-hmm. and then it just fucking like leads into that like intro of dancer yeah. which doesn't have the strings but it's got that like quick like orchestral yeah the the, the intro is an orchestral intro but like the strings on a gospel for one they're they're really brief um they're brief and they're also they're mixed in a, in a way they're it's not just straight strings they're mixed in a way that makes them feel way more uh ethereal and atmospheric and i usually i don't have an aversion i don't i don't like I wouldn't say I, I dislike that, but I just have such a fondness for the the pure sound of strings. Here, there's something uh, there's something almost otherworldly about it. It makes it feel like it's not of this planet, and it makes it it adds more to it for me. It's pretty rare. I think like the lyrics on this album combine with me reading that quote from from Joe about how he's never. I'm like, Idols is becoming like omnipresent <laughs> like and he even says it in like in dancer he's like i'm i'm sweat i'm air yeah. like i'm baby's breath i think he says but i'm like yeah he's like he's transcending dude they're blowing up i was in i was in boston i know you're gonna say it uh-uh. well, i was well no you know what first time ever i won't say it because idols this is all about love all about positivity You're not gonna, all about positivity. So i was in boston and i was at i was trying to grab something quick to eat at a whole foods i had like mm-hmm. i didn't have a lot of time and idols came on in nice. the whole foods and i was like that's or maybe bad but yeah the point was that it they are blowing up hard um and it was it was actually delightful because i don't care if i don't like the people who like them i like them and i want them to do well yes but uh and just to to, for, to further the point, dancer. I mean, the LCD sound system is on dancer. Oh yeah. I mean, that, I mean yeah. that's pretty fucking. It's pretty huge. Yeah. It's pretty fucking huge. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Also, also, I haven't. I didn't listen to any of the singles. Um. Neither did I. I apologize. Someone, a fan of. The, I'm sorry. Um. He messaged me. He's like, "Have you heard like the singles? It's it's really good." Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't want to tell him like, oh no, oh, I like I'm waiting pr- for the actual, it, yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't want to 
tell him like dude i got that yeah 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 um but yeah it's just like yeah i think it's just because if i had the singles i don't want to like create some like narrative of what i think the album's yeah, gonna be i don't like i don't listen to singles um because well for one i'm an album guy and if the thing was meant to be listen to like an album i want to hear it in that order they do you do singles to promote it and, and yes. I, I don't need promoting because i'm already going to listen to it that's a good point like, yeah and yeah i like i i pre i pre-ordered this like five songs in hell yeah dude yeah. uh so dancer we're talking about, like about it generally but not about it more specifically um it is like the more straightforward idols kind of song. It's, a, I mean, the name is Dancer. It is a little bit dancey, mm -hmm. but the bass on, first of all, the, the bass, I'm, I'm sorry, the, the chorus is extremely hooky, extremely well written. Um, but the bass on it, something about the way the bass is produced on that song, um, it kind of brings it to life a little bit. That it feels that, incredible. That is a song I am so excited to hear live. It's, it gets cranked up to maximum volume yep. when I hear it now. Uh, and then we get a little bit more uh, subdued, gentle stuff with Grace. Uh, interesting. The drums on that one almost sound like a drum machine. Yeah, it's like this groovy 16th note beat. And then Joe's doing like like gentle sing super gentle almost falsetto because yeah. he's done like soft sing but this is like high it's like almost falsetto like he's he's being extra gentle like read me a bedtime story yep. um, absolutely and yeah this like classic like i don't mean this is like insulting but like i love like bumper sticker like song lyrics from idols so i love like no god no king i said love is the thing yeah like It'd be cheesy on a bumper sticker, but the way this band does it, yeah. I'm just like, fuck. Yes. And I wasn't expecting it to turn into this almost like malfunctioning robot thing. At oh, the end. yeah. Yeah. There's there's still it's it's a really hopeful and uplifting song for the most part with these like swirling wind sounds. But I, it has moments of darkness. It does kind of deteriorate a little bit. It's a beautiful song. Um, and. Again, perfect pacing choice, following it with Hall and Oates, which is a fucking aggressive, mean idol song. It's just a, a song about how much he loves his bruvs. It, it's, it, it's like, it, for one, it's super short. It doesn't overstay its welcome at all. Yeah. It's a cool little song. It's nothing, it's nothing like extravagant. There's no real experimentation on there. It's just the thing that you need to keep you moving the album. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a perfect pacer song. Just literally like driving song to keep the good times going. And also it's like the only time in the album that we get him at doing his screams. Cause mm. we had several albums worth of his screams. And now we get the one song that is, that is also sometimes hard when a band moves away from screaming. Sometimes I miss it. I literally didn't even think about it. Exactly. Brought it up right Cause now. one, he had, he has a great voice two he's doing a bunch of different things yeah. and three when you hear him finally scream it feels even better because mm -hmm. you didn't have it the entire album um and then the i'm i'm just gonna keep gushing with the pacing because the way jungle comes in oh the, the, it's <sighs> like idols doing surf music it's i don't know how they're making that sound of the main riff it's like a scraping with the delay on it mm -hmm. incredible incredible 
uh, incredibly written riff and then incredible how they made it texturally. Yeah. I don't, even, I don't know how the fuck they did that. Uh, and then when it gets big and anthemic, it's it's super hooky as well. Very well written. Unbelievably good. I got no fucking words how good that goddamn song is. <laughs> it It is. Jungle is unlike. I mean, a lot of these songs are like anything in their in their past. Yeah. It's just, completely different. Man, it's it's February, Mike. I know. And it's already so good. It's, it's so good. Jeez. We're not even done with the album, dude. We still no, got two more two, tracks. Two songs. Gratitude. Not the BC Boys one. Um, no. But <laughs> much, much like the BC Boys, you got some nice sleazy bass. And then the like flanger echoey guitars. Yeah, really it, floating. Yeah. It, it doesn't hit as hard as no dancer or hollow notes, but you know, it doesn't it doesn't have to. I feel like this song is kind of like a a sampler platter of all the various songs. A little bit, yeah. Sounds on the album. It's a little bit it, more straightforward, yeah. Yeah, you get a little bit rocking stuff, you get a little bit electronics. There's a little bit of space. Yeah, there's yeah. there's moments of complete spaceness in there. Uh, but it is more straightforward uh, on the whole. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's also, again, it, it's a little bit of like, like a sampler platter, but that's okay when it's the second to last song because it, it just, again, it moves, it just moves the album. And then Monolith. Oh, the closer. God damn it. I don't, the gauntlet has been thrown down on closing tracks. Yeah. With Monolith. Yeah. It's for the year 20. 20- that's that's the fucking bar dude so what is it it's 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 like it's very somber very somber it's absolutely beautiful yeah Uh, it has this throbbing synthy bass it's really minimal it's absolutely beautiful also even though it's very somber and and beautiful uh because i've been listening to a lot of thin lizzy good on joe for uh telling the boys he'll be back in spring on that is that is that a thin Lizzy thing? Oh no, I this this cause anytime like, you reference the boys, the boy, I'm like, oh, the it's boys. the boys. Oh yeah, boys, boys, boys. yeah, yeah. Uh, he also he also shouts out the girls. He says, "Tell the girls, tell the girls yeah. too." Yeah, uh, it end, and it ends with a random saxophone, dude. Even even before that, it gets into like nine inch nails level, like up. I don't know if upsetting is the right word, but I'm gonna use it just so. Like that nine inch, that CD, like nine inch nails level of like, oh, fuck, am I going to watch like a David Fincher movie right now? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was it. And then the fucking sax comes in on top. Bit. Like, it's a beautiful solo saxophone that closes it. You don't have to throw me a curveball bottom of the ninth. I mean, bottom of the ninth is being generous. It's the last few seconds of the whole album. Yeah. And also, uh, we've been talking a lot about how saxophone is becoming a new thing dude there is no long gone are the days of it being cheesy and sexual and ridiculous i mean it's still sexual yeah, but. sure but like it's for me it started really really heavy with with black country new road where using saxophone to be this really melancholy instrument in here it's the same fucking thing melancholy and beautiful and it ends it so god i love this album so much i oh every time i finish it i want to i have to hear it again i just Listen to this with my with my lady. She's in love with it. She's fucking huge idols fan now. She deserves it for the something else you put her. I don't want to spoil. No, this comes out after she listened to Tupac with me. No, she she deserves this. (laughs) Just all Tupac with me. She deserves this after Tupac. I don't know if I mentioned it on the episode. 
I think I might have forgot to mention on the episode. Yeah, she also called your your best album. Oh, right. Yeah, she, she called. I think she might have called it first. She doesn't know. She doesn't. she knew though. <laughs> she sure as shit knew. <laughs> Somehow, oh, she's seen enough episodes. I guess almost predictable. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I would say uh, we just we know we've come to yeah. be accustomed to your taste. There we go. Yeah. Uh, but this album is phenomenal. Is not enough because Ma- masterpiece is not enough. I would, dude, because you can you can say an album is like super good. You're gonna love this album, but there's something really r- real. There's something so honest and sincere. Because you can, I've heard plenty of albums that are like, "Oh, this is a cool fucking song," but I don't really. It doesn't resonate on a, like a. I don't believe this person. There's a lot of he, like a lot of the really um authenticity that's lacking, even with good music. I'm I'm summarizing here. It's not like a verbatim quote, but he had this great quote about how there's like no bullshit with the band yeah and he's like he's like our show like our f- he like, and not like a a cheesy like oh, i bet you say this to like all he's like our f- our shows are the best because there's no bullshit with the band and our audience knows that so when you come to the shows it's just this positive loving thing yeah it's all love and having, exp- I was like, yes, yeah, it it you it bleeds out. I mean, you 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 go in there and you f- it feels nice to be there. Yeah, I think also on previous albums, his lyrics were more like more straightforward. Yeah, these are a little bit more abstract. Yeah. Yes, these are are like very abstract. Like like gift horse, you wouldn't. Oh yeah, there's like broken English in there. And yeah, it's a song. It's a song about redemption, but like you wouldn't really catch that just on first like on first go yeah it's very interesting lyrics too and and i like how uh, there's just a a vague darkness to them um i'm not big on lyrics in general but like i like when um there's this uh, there's this i don't know i don't want to i don't want to say bigger but it's just the back back to the thing of it's if it's too specific then it's it kind of loses it yeah it's it's vague enough i mean the lyrics were like part of why i was like drawn to idols like yeah i'm a real boy boy and i cry um yeah mm, mm, mm. it's pretty it hits i'm like stone cold steve austin putting homophobes in coffin like it just like man man these guys fucking rule so much and if any of them ever does anything bad i will i will cry I love the music enough to be like, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> For me, it's just more like you, you can't, you can't like talk about this and then like go back. And I don't think they are, but yeah, I'm just did that as a point of reference of like how much I love them. They, they seem like a genuinely nice. And like, I, that is not my criteria of enjoying art of how good the person is, but it's nice. It's, in a world where you can go on YouTube and there's this cynicism and somewhat may even accuse us of that, but you know, we listen to a lot of music. I can't love everything. No, no. But there's like people with like doing like bad faith criticism. Like it's yeah. just gonna like, they're going to shit on it no matter. And there's just so much of that to just like have a band like idols is is so important i think it's it's important for like like the i guess the overall optimism of art in general but 
musically, it is so good. I mean, like, I don't think it would work if if one was bad and the other if it was bad, it wouldn't work. But if it was decent, then it would still it would still land a lot. But this is exceptional. It's exceptionally good. Yeah. God, this album is is oh, I hate to give a fucking album of the year pick at in February, but you, it's you, it's so good. I I feel like you I think it was March or April when you did that with Black Country that uh, so, it was pretty early on. So you have set a precedent. Yeah, where, precedent. where, where something just it resonates so much in because yeah it's just so brilliant it's just absolutely brilliant i'm not gonna say that because there's still there's plenty of year left there's 10 months left but i am like confident like i yeah i love this album it's an amazing album it's incredible and if you haven't heard idols fucking start here i mean why the hell not why not dude i and there's really like there really is no bad starting point i don't think i think people may have like different tendencies and gravitate towards different albums more than others. But yeah, this is, I think this is a great starting point too. It's, it's actually maybe the first time uh, we've ever talked about an album that was brand new. That's a good starting point. Or like the ideal starting point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the time. This is is five albums in. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, This is the time. This is the time where this is idols time. Get on it. Do not wait. This is this is the time to experience them. Holy shit. They yeah. As advertised, all the hype is real. In fact, if you don't like them, something's wrong with you. Yeah. And if you don't like us <laughs> album, then we probably don't have a lot of things in common with music. So that's that's fine. But um this is this is just I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. Ah uh, yeah. I mean, let's do it again after we're done. I mean, it's just it's why just, the fuck not? Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah lovely. But uh, so, thanks for listening and watching and hanging out. Um, if you want to hang out with us further, please subscribe. Talk some shit in the comments. Hang out with us. It's fun. It's a good time. All right, especially if you're a music nerd. Uh, follow me on all social media at Panda Monkey and Alex on Instagram at Every Album Alex. Please be sure to follow our history guy Tom Osmond at Tom Osmond Sounds on all social media as well as TomOsmondSounds.com and TomOsmond.substack.com he has his podcast and a bunch of his writing about music. He interviews a lot of musicians. It's very cool stuff. Very interesting. Uh, check out my EP, Pander Monkey. There's a link to that in the description as well. And well, we got we to gotta wrap it with one of the singles. We got three to choose from. And that's, uh, what are you thinking? What? what, what singles are Gift Horse, Dancer, and Grace. <sighs> what do you I, think is good for people? What do you think, Alex? Uh, I know it's not the most like creatively like pushing it, but I think we got it. I think we got to go dancer. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. It's just fun. And we're not doing it because of LCD sound system. We're doing it because idols. All right. Every, I think everything I do going forward is because idols. That's well said. So thank you so much for listening and watching. See ya.